Today it is Thursday. We know what that means. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, on this What's Trending Thursday with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, trending Thursday. And what's trending for me? Holy muscle soreness. That is what is trending. So I will be drinking lots and lots and lots of water today to get rid of that lactic acid you know when your <laughs> when your workouts get stagnant you know when it's time to change and a lot of times when we especially for me when I go to do that it's usually the first two or three days I am so sore so yeah that's where what is trending for me muscle soreness well, you know, and it does happen, especially, you know, when you're, you're starting to incorporate different things into your, you know, your workout schedule, or whatever, you do find that you now all of a sudden you're using muscles that you don't normally use or have used, but maybe you haven't pushed them that hard. Mm -hmm. uh, I was actually did some pickleball yesterday late in the afternoon. Not always a good thing. Uh, in this climate, I think we were close to 100, but we were working out on this new machine of friends of ours. Uh, kudos to uh, Mel and Laura. They have this new pickleball, you know, it serves to you in different types of serves or whatever. And they're cranking them out. And it's just a machine pop, pop, pop. So you're, you're running all over and, and working. And I was really working on my, my backhand. And I, I have to get into the habit of really making sure that my shoulder is, 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 is turned more to go after instead of trying to hit it this way to, to, to move the body. So I was really working that outer uh, top muscle of the, the shoulder and the arm. Uh, and it, uh, yeah, I'm kind of feeling that today. Um, and the other cool thing about, you know, working out that we take, we don't take for granted, especially depending on where we are climate wise, if you're outdoors is, you know, we always say to hydrate, hydrate, but it's not just hydrating with water. So yesterday to give an example, I experienced some dizziness, which doesn't normally happen. But what happened was I'm an intermittent faster. I did my three steps. My, my, I start my day or I break my fast with my uh, three-step uh, nutritional program. So I, I probably do that. I'm going to guess yesterday I did it, I think, about one. Uh, and I usually tend to break fast between one and two. But usually once I break that fast, I wait about a half hour, 45 minutes, and then I go right into, you know, having lunch and or a small snack and for whatever reason I, I wasn't hungry so I didn't and then you know we go to to do this workout which was I think we ended up playing two games of pickleball and we each did I think a double round of using the machine and, and it was probably about 100 degrees you know so not 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 really the best time of the day to do it but it's just when it just happened to work out for our schedules so I just all you know all of a sudden just felt very dizzy uh, got through the first game. I said, nope, I know my body. So I, we sat down and cooled off. And, and John said, do you have any electrolytes with you? And I said, no, you're right. I don't have any, which I should have. So while water for hydration is good, when you get into that period where you're getting in, whatever the workout may be, whether you're uh, working out in weights, walking, jogging, swimming, whatever it may be, and you, you know, you're pickleball, you're, you're getting that good workout in and you're sweating, to the point of, you know, your, your, your intake of water is not keeping up with your sweat. 
because you, you drink it and you're sweating it right out. That is why you really need the electrolytes to, it, it knows your body's going through this whole kind of cycle, but you got to recycle the things that you need, those electrolytes, which is not just water. You need both. So, you know, bad me, bad me did not take her electrolytes with her. So I was just hydrating with water and obviously it was not enough. Played the second game, felt a little bit better, but, and then it dawned on me, I didn't need anything. So I had two strikes against me and, you know, I shouldn't do that, but you know, you, you get so, sometimes you get so excited, whatever the fitness and or game that you got going on and you forget about those things. So I will not make that mistake today. It's always reminding myself, see, you know, even in the health and wellness industry that we are in, uh, we too forget certain important steps that you really have to take to make sure that not only are you getting the best out of your workout, your body, whatever, that you're making sure that you're taking care of it to, to put, especially when you're pushing the envelope. Yeah, because uh, I like to push the envelope when I am working out. And I know specifically when I get stagnant, I feel it as I'm doing it. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not working up to my potential here. So it was right around that time frame anyway, anyways that I normally will um, <laughs> you know uh, change everything up and I knew I was going to be sore and I had every intention of you know going you know for my the first thing I normally do is my my power walk I still do that um, I could barely make it to the other side of the house oh um, wow I, oh like I just could not get out to do that and was hoping to do well it's now raining so of course i can't do that but um starting to my muscles are starting to loose loosen up even though they are very sore so i'll be walking back and forth in the house which is good keep those muscles nice and loose and obviously hydrating very well and let's just say that to sit down oh lordy thank god i have uh there's a handicap bar in the, in the bathroom on the other side of the house. Cause I was like, oh. I, I mean, and, and that it does hurt. And before I forget it, cause I just realized what day it is. Let's give a shout out a happy birthday to our nephew, Cody code. No, the code It is Cody's birthday today. So we hope that you have a great day. Just want to make sure we get that in there. You know, these things pop into your head. You want to make sure you don't forget. So we wish your, your, your great aunties wish you, uh, a great day. And I believe Cody's in his junior year. No, maybe it's his sophomore year. I think it's his sophomore oh, I'm not sure. I think it's his sophomore. Well, no, because we've been here two years. So it, right, it might be his junior year because I think um, the first year we came down, he was going into high school. I could oh. be I think I'm right. I think he's a junior. He is, uh, he cracks me up. He's got this just Big, big, big smile and a big guy. I wonder how tall he is now. He's got to be like six something. Yeah, I would say for and sure. As he gets taller, we shrink. So he appears to be tall. <laughs> yeah, I remember obviously seeing him last year and I was like, looked up to him like, Cody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then the other thing that we got trending, which I forgot to mention, which we of course have got to mention is Last night, uh, SpaceX launched uh, three non-astronauts, so three, I think it's three, or maybe it's five. Um, I can't remember the number now. Four, I think it's four. Americans 
that are going to travel around Earth for three days. And the, it was a gorgeous night for a launch last night. Saw some spectacular pictures, beautiful, beautiful evening. It just soared in the sky. It was like all over uh, Florida. There were, you know, I'm not sure how far you could see it, but from, from the beach side where we are, Cape Canaveral's not that far, maybe about an hour. Um, so you really get an excellent, excellent view from that perspective. But I know people, as far as Kissimmee, uh, St. Cloud, Orlando, Deland, you know, everywhere. You, you really got a great, great, great shot of it. And what uh, what they're going to do is they're going to they're going to see Earth from from different angles. Um, I know that they're going to be posting um, some some different videos. But how cool is it that these four civilians get to do that? I I think it's pretty cool. I mean, I know some people are nerved up to go on an airplane, but how about you? And I, you, you, you kind of think about, I don't know, I, I think of like the movie Armageddon or, or, or whatever. And we've, we, you know, we've been blessed where rockets have been part of our family, kind of like figure skating since we were children. And uh, both of our brothers have, have, have a connection there and work. But, you know, just to, to be in that position, you know, where, you know, they're, you know, looking up, they're, you know, not sitting upright, they're sitting, but they're, they're angled. And just the power of that rocket that they're in plunging, I don't know that I could do it. I mean, I just, uh, yeah, I'm not sure I could do it. I know for sure. I'm going to tell you right now, right now, there's no way I could do it. Yeah. Uh, I would be saying it and doing it at the same time. And I'll just leave that at that. You know, because I, I imagine, like, as a kid, I would go on roller roller coasters, merry-go-rounds, that kind of thing. And ever since I got pregnant and had children, which was many moons ago, uh, I cannot get on a ride anymore. Like, even the simple cups and saucers at, you know, Disney World, like, swirls around. Yeah. No, now, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not one for the, the height, things that drop um swings that go in a circle i can go on a roller coaster but it has to be outdoors and it has to be like the kitty roller coaster those i can do i can do the kitty ones but i can't do i mean these superman these loops and and you 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 know i would imagine you know being on a rocket you you're dealing with all those different forces of air and speed i yeah i just i couldn't do it no, I, I definitely could not. But, you know, kudos to those people that did that, because I'm sure that they had to go through, obviously, some type of training situation to do that. And, you know, what an amazing picture. So I got a picture of them right here. Oh, that's cool. It's a cool picture. So for our audience that cannot see, I uh, just uh, posted a picture of the four of them. And they, they look like they're excited. So. That, that is awesome. An experience. So that's, you know, I, I can't wait for, you know, to, to hear their, their take because it's, you know, when you hear it from someone that's naturally trained in that field, um, it's kind of like they're on the job. Like this is very, you know, it's very, there's always blessings and probably a grateful heart that they always have that opportunity, but for a civilian to do it. It's going to be a different perspective. I think that's cool. So that is what's trending. What else is trending in your area? Rain, rain for the day. But, you know, 
that is, uh, that's the way it goes in, uh, <coughs> excuse me, in New England this time of year. Um, obviously with the ride down to Philly and on the ride back, you know, and I think I may have mentioned it, mentioned this there, you know, starting obviously with the tinges of color. Um, so that's always exciting to see like the tree in the front yard that, you know, each day you see more speckles of the color. That's always exciting to me. And somebody said to me, I forgot who it was yesterday. It is beautiful. However, you know that the coldness is on the way. That's New England weather. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, I love the change of seasons. I love to see, uh, you know, the color change, but you're right when you get, like, I can take New England probably to about January 2nd. And then I'm like, I'm done with the snow. You know, I, I do, I, I do like to say, I do like, a, I do like that first real big storm. The anticipation that the power is going to go out, believe it or not. Yeah, it's kind of exciting. And I mean, it's not exciting after probably 24 hours. It's like you want to like, OK, I've had enough. But just the anticipation or keeping your power, preferably, which is a bonus, but just being snowed in that first being snowed in and watching, um, you know, nature do its thing. The, the carpet of whiteness everywhere on the ground, on the roads, uh, you know, the tree branches, it's, it's so pretty. But really after 48 hours of that, I, I've had enough. Like, I'm yeah, just, I think anybody can agree with that first snow. It's just, it is beautiful. And I always say um, it can snow on Christmas or Christmas Eve, and then I'm kind of like done with it. And that's only really the beginning of it, so. That's, right. that's what you have to deal with when you live in New England. And I've got my uh, paper roses, paper flowers. So I'm all set with that. Um, I love them. You know, beautiful colors there. My brother uh, made that, brought those over. He's really getting, getting to be quite crafty, I must say. And he's making um, models like Gary makes, only he's making them in uh, paper like the ships, wow. submarines. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I would be like, so if I was, here, yeah, I'm gonna give you an example of me doing that. So I'm gonna get a piece of paper here because obviously it must be very intricate. You know, the little folds, I'd be like, so <laughs> I did not see, I crinkled up the paper and threw it. Um, yeah, I don't have the patience for that little tedious. Like I have a hard time, like, even when putting on a chain, you know, when a fine chain and you're trying to get into that hole and you just try to, and then clasping, clasping it and it gets, yeah, I don't, I'm not really good at critiquing little teeny, teeny things. That's not my, not my forte, just, you know, so I'm, I, I think that's wonderful. I think it's always good to embark on a new, you know, activity, a new craft, a new, you know, something that you have never done before that you've kind of always wished you wanted to do. And there are so many different, gosh, I mean, I know so many people now that are starting to get into puzzles. They were never into puzzles before. Um, and it's just that, again, that kind of that will to beat, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find that last piece if it's going to kill me or, or where this particular piece goes. And you look at the shape and it really gets your, your mind working. And that's so important, you know, as we age, to keep doing things that keep our mental acuteness and awareness like on point. 
So whether it be, you know, knitting, sewing, working with your with working with your hands or making models, uh, some things are more frustrating for some people like me. Uh, so find things that don't frustrate you, but that do push that envelope of using your fingers in such a way that you're, you're keeping, you know, nice and movement, got to get that the joints, everything moving, but also keeping that mental acuteness and awareness going, like be on point thinking problem solving is another one. There's so many problem solving type games out there that again, kind of like brain teasers or whatever, or even, you know, trivial games. Those are another things that kind of keep your memory on point with past events and current events. Charades is another good one, which is going to add a lot of fun to it, you know, and, and just, you know, just being present with family and friends in a way that you're also kind of learning and keeping up with your skills and you're away from technology. I think those are good things. And those things are, there's so many things out there that are trending that people are doing now. One other thing that I saw was it's called the Uge tool. And it's a three-piece modular paddle board. And John and I have talked about doing some paddle boarding. I've got fairly good balance. John's balance is, is, is pretty decent, but again, it's another great way. But for us that, you know, don't, you know, a paddle board is pretty huge. So this comes and actually it's a, a modular and it comes in three pieces. So you can easily store it. It's lightweight, has a great storage capacity to put like car keys, wallet, whatever phone that is uh, waterproof and, and uh, secure, but it comes in three pieces. So you can literally put it in the back seat of your car and it, cl it clasped on either side, uh, very lightweight. So we're, we're thinking about maybe picking up paddleboard. My only concern is the sharks because there are sharks out there. No. Yeah, I'm not too fond of, of water type of sports like that, but th that does sound like fun. You know, I would want to do something like that. Like they, do, they, they have a gadget like that. That's like a home gym type of thing uh, for balance. You know, me, me with my bad hip, I would be afraid that I would wipe out and boom, that would be it. So. Yeah, there's some calm, there's some calm, uh, the intercoastal waterway is calmer than the other side, so I wouldn't even attempt it on the ocean, but I've seen a lot of people do it, it's good for balance, and there's one area in particular where there's a lot of dolphin, and I think that would be really cool. To, to yeah, just... that would be cool, I, and I think uh, Jerry and Susan have the, um, I want to say it's the paddle where you're sitting down and you're like rowing. Okay, that's, that's um, what do they call it, kayaking. Is it like uh, kayaking? No, it, it's like you're the, the, a sitting down type of bicycle. Oh, a bicycle. Now that to me looks looks fun. I would do something like that in water. That's interesting. I've never seen that kind of a thing. Hmm. Yeah. And I that's think it's a little motor on it. So like, you know, if you get too far out, obviously you're going right. to you can take it back in. Um, that sounds like fun. I would maybe do that. Um, obviously, I love <laughs> biking. Um, my at-home gym, my the one that I always imagined in my head that I would have, it's getting more and more expensive each day. Yeah, they, 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 the expense of it is cool because it's in your head. <laughs> exactly. You know, I have my, you know, I became, 
all at once, I'm like, oh, I'm interested in rowing. Like, I didn't know where, where even that came from, but I think I saw, saw somebody rowing on a show or something. I'm like, that looks really interesting. So, you know, I mentioned it to Gary and <laughs> he says, oh, I have a rower. So the haha is, do you know where it is and does it work? Right. And it does. And it's, it's lightweight. It's not too, too heavy. Um, and I do that because it, to me, it's like a full, full, full body workout. So it's, um, right. you know, that, and it, it, you know, you could, you do it that way or also, and if you don't, if you can't afford one or you don't want to have that type of equipment at home, you can get that same type of workout, just using the bands and just getting that full body workout, you know, your legs and your arms. Um, I've really tried mimicking a rowing machine with the bands and looping them around um, a heavy piece of furniture, bracing my feet and going up and down that, that way. And that, that um, mimics the same type of mo motion. So it's, it's a great workout. So right. I, I, love, I love any kind of workout where it's all encompassing. Um, right. What I don't like, and that's why I kind of switched my, <laughs> every few months, like I said, I switched my uh, routine around. I do not like doing mat exercises. Hate it, hate it. Like I, I just don't like it, but I do it anyways, because I know it's good for me. So right. that's kind of what I'm in the process of transitioning is my other type of a workout to include mat exercises. You gotta, yeah. you gotta yeah, it you do it. And you know what I always say too, even if you don't like necessarily mat exercises, use the mat and do stretching. You know, stretching is another piece that a lot of people forget to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just, it's so, it's so good for the muscles. And again, all encompassing to the point of as you age and, you know, we always talk about this and it's, you know, kind of one of those subjects that mm, doesn't sound too nice, but, you know, we are born to die. It's just, that's the reality of it. So are you going to, you only get one of these, you only get one of these bodies. How are you going to make this body of yours work uh, to, to be efficient, but also in such a way that is going to help the aging process not be so brittle with bones, muscles, and all of that. And the way to do that is to keep moving now. I actually uh, was chatting with a woman at a, uh, she's an instructor, so she goes to different gated communities. And the woman, I believe, is in her early 70s. She has the body of, you know, an 18 year old um, and she's very long. She's very lean. Um, and she said she was blessed with, you know, those kinds of genes. But she she does water aerobics. That's all she does for for fitness. She says, nope, I gave up weights a long time. I don't do any weights. I don't do any equipment. It's all water and all encompassing of water, of getting the whole body movement. So she does. She goes around to different gated communities and does these water aerobic type classes. And, uh, you know, she's set her body up for success. She's staying active because she's active within different communities. She's still working at, you know, 72 years old. And uh, like I said, she's got the body of like an 18 year old. It's incredible. And to her, it's not work. It's. No, she loves it. She, yeah. she, she really loves, uh, she's a, definitely a people person and she, she's like a light bulb. You know, she just, she shines. She just shines not only, you know, with her appearance, but she, it's more of her inner glow that just kind of pops out. 
So, you know, it, it's just things that we, we realize when we kind of get into, you know, you're entering into your, what we consider, you know, what is considered retirement years. I guess the, the years now, actually, I don't know. This is the other thing that's trending is that senior citizens retirement is actually expanded now to, you know, a lot of people are working till they're like 70 years old now. And I think a part of that has to do with, you know, the, what's going on in our world and our economy, but they're finding, they're finding there's a correlation of, you know, you work so hard all your life to get to that point where you can retire and do what you want. And some really take off with that, meaning they, they plunge into all these, you know, whether it's golfing, working out, pickleball, tennis, traveling, reading, um, versus the traditional type of what a lot of people do for retirement is a lot of times they they wait till they're you know well into their 70s and then they decline very quickly because they're not still staying sharp they're so used to that regimen of going to work and whatever that work may be and all of a sudden they're they're like couch potatoes yeah, I will not be a couch potato anytime soon. I may not move as gingerly as I would like to today, but that's okay. I will get done what I need to get done. And trending Thursday, oh my gosh, there's so many things I could chat about. But uh, tomorrow is Fantabulous Friday. Um, going to have a lot to say tomorrow. So I'll just leave it at that. Here we go. Fantabulous Friday. I love the anticipation of that. But right now I am going to focus what's trending and I'm going to check out to see a few, few different pieces of things that I'm looking at that have been trending. And one of them is that paddle, paddle board, boat, whatever you want to call it, is one thing. Um, but I've got a few other things that I want to look at. I even just, even, you know, I even just like to figure out what's trending. You know, what is, what's popping up on Thursday, uh, not only from an aspect of equipment, you know, what's going on in our world. Um, I do know that there are two uh, events that are coming up for, um, as you know, we talk about what's going on in our world and our school systems. And I do know um, that the 17th, there's uh, a big rally, a peaceful rally, but a big rally that is going on i want to say it's at the state capitol house in boston and then there's one in connecticut actually let me get to that so i have all the right information so i can make sure that i'm sharing the right information but um so let's see yes the the one on the 17th uh is called for stand up freedom in massachusetts and that is going to be uh friday september 17th from 12 to three, and that is at the Massachusetts State House. And that's all about uh, people, parents, guardians, whoever, time to come together for the biggest event that Massachusetts has ever seen. And it's called the People Freedom Endeavor. And basically um, really coming together because they don't really like what's going on in the school systems with mass mandates because they're thinking long-term and being proactive because obviously they're concerned about also vaccination mandates. And the other one that's happening, which is happening in Connecticut, which is on Saturday, it's called the Connecticut Freedom Rally. It's Saturday also from 12 to three, and it's called Connecticut, uh, for more information, Connecticut, ctfreedomrally.com, and it's gonna be at the Capitol Building 
on Capitol Avenue from 12 to 3. Take a stand for parental rights and medical freedom. So those are the two big um, areas in New England of what is going on. I don't know whether um, New Hampshire is having one. I haven't found anything yet that they're having one. And I have not found anything going on in Rhode Island. But I'd like to, you know, I always say that, you know, with a protest and or rally of these sorts, um, they're also they're a teachable moment because our country was founded also on standing up for what is right, standing up for what is just. And sadly, our children have been exposed to the bad side of protests and rallies, where there's been violence, where there's been destruction of property, where there's been deaths, where there's been, um, you know, a, a, a kind of a tug of war with law enforcement. This is a great way and, and I truly believe a teachable moment to bring your child, uh, age appropriate, of course, but bring your child to, to show them the rights of being an American and how you can do that. You could stand up for something that you believe in, even though others might not, in a respectful fashion, in a peaceful spirit to say, you know, we want to do better. We, we don't agree with what big government is doing or our school systems are doing, local government, state government. And we're here to peacefully protest that, showing them, hey, you know, we make a sign, you know, maybe there's a slogan. And it is, for me, it's an educational point that a parent can have with their child. Again, age appropriate, but I, I think it's a teachable moment that to show that this is what our country is about, that when we don't like something, we can speak out and speak up but do it in a peaceful way. What do you think, Jan? Well, yeah, you know, I was just thinking of a video that I saw, I'm not sure where I saw it, but it was of um, a young mom and her toddler or young child in a grocery store. And I'm not even sure which state it was in, but they were at the checkout counter and police were in there writing tickets for people not wearing masks. Uh, no, and you're not, well, yeah, I, I you know, I, I, I'm giggling over that because I, you know, I think it's bizarre. It's uh, I, ridiculous. I, 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 think, I think there's, there is significant data now uh, that actually shows it. And in the data, what I found interesting, a lot of people kind of go back and forth with that data being talking about real data. Now we already know that there's gonna be a certain amount of skewed numbers. We know that because it just is, depending on what narrative you're coming up with, uh, you know, whatever it may be. But there is a comparison. I wanna see if I can find it. I, I actually have a picture about it. There is a, compa a comparison of and I want to say it was September of last year versus, um, or actually here it is here. It's about talking about the peak active cases. So what they did is they took the number of the peak active cases in 2020 and they compared the peak active cases in 2021. So the peak the, at the peak time, and this is when um, there were no vaccinations, okay? And I believe, I want to say this was September of 2020. Uh, the peak active cases uh, were, I'm going to 
9,034,460. Okay. That's with a 0% vaccination rate because the vaccination wasn't out at that point. Now the peak active case is 9,243,682. So that number has gone up by 200,000, right? But the vaccination rate at this point, which is higher now, but the vaccination rate at this point of peak was 71% of America. I'm only talking about United States guys, not anywhere else. Uh, so the vaccination rate was 71%. So, at, you know, when you hear numbers like that, and again, to be fair, do we ever get true real numbers? Probably not, because there are, uh, you know, this number does not say who's vaccinated, who's unvaccinated within the second piece to it. But the point being, the vaccination rate is, is pretty accurate. They, they have a, that's probably the only thing that's pretty accurate at this point is the vaccination rate. So if you have a vaccination rate of 71%, but yet the amount of cases at the peak is higher than it was at the same time last year when there was no vaccination, what does that tell you? I interpret that, again, this is my, inter I interpret that is that the vaccination, you know, people have to understand does not make sure that you can't get it, that you can still get it. Of course you can still get it. That's what this proves. And it also shows that the higher percentage of people now that are hospitalized, while there are both unvaccinated and, va uh, and vaccinated that are in the hospital, the higher number is the vaccinated that are actually yeah, and I just want to add to that because there, I could talk about this for hours. There was a very interesting article in the Epoch Times this morning, and it was a leaked, a leaked Zoom video reveals hospital officials discussing COVID-19 scare tactics. Wow. I haven't seen Very that. interesting. So that's all I will say about that. I am obviously Epoch, um, and I am pr probably not pronouncing that correctly. Epoch, no, I think the Epoch, Epoch Times. Epoch, Epoch, yeah, Epoch Times, I think so. The other thing, John actually had, um, you know, part of his advantage plan, because he's, you know, he's an official senior. Uh, they come to the house, a, a traveling nurse comes to the house to do his you know, vitals, whatever. And this woman comes to the door, clearly way overweight, um, you know, and we don't talk about really, for me, the, the, the bigger pandemic is, is health and wellness about uh, obesity. Obesity is killing more people than this virus. And I will go toe-to-toe -to, -to you with stats, so you, you, you can't even go there on that. But what I will say is, and I, and I actually chatted about it and there was a, the gym owner from New Jersey that was, was, is very vocal on this, you know, and I, and I, and I feel the same way. How do you take medical advice from someone that is clearly overweight? Now I, I do understand there are many people that have thyroid and other issues that are contributing to their uh, obesity or their overweightness, however you want to word it. 
So I, I, I do embrace that. So I'm not going to say this is like a blanket to everyone that's overweight, because I do understand that there are medical reasons and other alternative things that are going on in a person's life. So we want to make sure that we are clear on that. But, you know, when if you are in the medical field, and I'm not saying that you can't be in the medical field and you, you're one of those people that has that medical condition, but you have to look at it from the flip side of the person that you're giving the information to. So, so this particular nurse comes to knock, knock, knock on the door, you know, masked up. She's outside with a mask at the door. Uh, she comes in, we welcome her in. And the first thing is, are you vaccinated? So, you know, that kind of threw me off and I was just kind of listening to the conversation and the line that she, you know, and, and, and John, you know, answered the question and uh, was very polite. Um, and then she had come back with, well, your, your grandchildren, do it for your grandchildren. You have grandchildren, do it for your grandchildren because you want to protect them. Now, I'm the type of person that will interject if, the, if it's appropriate. This was his physical per se, so I did not interject. Um, but he knew that, you know, I was on the couch, like ready, not in a, in a nasty way, but re ready to say, um, that's a, that's a pretty communist or socialism type statement, number one. And you're talking about seniors. So you're telling us that senior citizens have to worry about the young children and protect them from getting the virus from them. Isn't that a contradiction to what we've been listening to for the last two years? The complete opposite was, and data supports it, rightfully so, that children are not at risk, that children are the, the one segment of our population that recovers much quicker, that most of the time don't even get it. Yes, there are some children that get it. So it's not saying that no children get it, but they recover, they bounce back much quicker than an adult does. So I thought that was pretty telling. Um, and then again, in addition, she gave him a whole list of vaccines he should be taking. Um, shingles, um, um, hepatitis, like, she, like there was a whole, I wanna say there was at least six other vaccinations she wanted him to get. And he says, I don't, <laughs> turn green, I don't start glowing. Uh, Again, it goes back to, you know, you have that conversation with that, that medical person that you're having that conversation with. And, you know, like, like John's, I don't say argument, but his contradiction to what she was saying is, look, I'm a healthy male. I work out every day. You know, we, we uh, now have changed, changed our lifestyle to a little bit more plant-based, plant you know, kind of combo of vegan and vegetarian. So, so we're eating much cleaner now and we're enjoying what we're eating. Uh, I don't drink a lot. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't overeat. Um, and I'm, I'm in pretty, pretty, pretty good condition. So uh, I'm going to take the odds that my body is a very, very uh, intelligent machine of its own. And I'm not only that I'm, I'm taking my, my probiotics, my prebiotics, it takes, you know, the same supplements, nutritional program that I do. And he said, why aren't we more, why aren't you more active in chatting about the, a healthy lifestyle 
versus getting all these six shots. She and she couldn't really answer him. And you know, so I think that the medical industry, there are some that are really on point. And there's some that are just not. And I think we can say that with even politics or, or what your local government and national government is telling you. But how telling is that 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 video conference call has been leaked? And I think you're going to see more and more of that because sadly, even the numbers that we're telling you, we can't 100% say they're accurate. I think the only thing that we can accurately, I think the only thing that anyone in America right now, and not even from a, a global standpoint from America, the only thing that we can have a true stat is who's been vaccinated, like the percentage versus the total population. That's probably the only thing right now that we're pretty on point. Other than that, no. Yes. And on that note, so much more I could say. But I'm going to save it for tomorrow. Yes. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva 5.0. And I am with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Bus Live on this Triumph Tuesday. We are super excited. We shared a lot of information with you. Trending uh, Thursday. Thursday. See, I always do that. The tease. The tease <laughs> Trending Triumph. Like, it could kind of be a combo. Because you'd be, you could be triumphing over things of trending that you don't like i guess you should look at it that way but anywho we will see you we will see you tomorrow for a fantabulous friday you guys have a great day everyone take care Bye, Bye -bye. everyone have a great day